Hey, growing up crazy, and there's going to be another change here. I'm going to move the diary onto Telegram because I noticed that I can send myself saved messages on the Telegram. So I'll just be doing everything there. My daily meditations will be going on to Telegram for myself to be re- revisited by myself. And this will go back to being stories, stories of life and sorcerer stories as well, stories of, of things that have happened and why I think they did happen or what it, I believe was the methodology behind them happening so that hopefully they'll be a use to other people and if anybody's just sane and listening to this just enjoy it a story hour and think nothing of it so that'll be the case without further ado once upon a time once upon a time I was seven and when I was seven I had a book on ninjutsu my parents bought for me because that's about the time where you get into martial arts and you're seven and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were extremely popular and so everybody wanted to be a ninja all little boys wanted to be ninjas at that time but the last chapter in this book was on meditation and it intrigued me because in the book it ascribed meditation to how the ninjas of old were able to achieve what was seemingly supernatural ability at the time more or less, you know, there's the dedication and the discipline between mind and body. So I read the last chapter on meditation. I still have this book to this day, actually. And it's one of the few things in my life that I haven't gotten rid of. I've made massive bonfires out of most of my earthly possessions. But this is one thing that I kept. And I can recall when I was doing it, every in-breath was like, I felt like I was breathing in light, like light energy. And every exhale... I felt like I was breathing out gravity. And I began to just fill with it and move through the color spectrum. Now I think, I believe I was moving out through my aura or maybe up the channel of my spine. I have no idea. I began with simply focusing on my navel and my breath. And I became very conscious of the feeling of gravity. But I also became very conscious of the feeling of ether, of light energy, vibration energy, that I could draw into myself through the top of my head. And I began doing this and then releasing the feeling of gravity. And then... And as I felt like I was expanding or becoming weightless, I moved through colors, like basically the rainbow. And then when I got out of the rainbow, I was suddenly floating around the ceiling of my room. And I circled around the fan, and I became aware of the consciousness of the people that was in the house. And at that point, it was only my mother. And she was a very excitable being at that time for medical reasons that don't need to be discussed here. And... And I retreated from that space because I remember feeling as if I had done something wrong or was doing something wrong. Or it's hard to explain the feeling because, like I said, nothing comes across as thought when you're in that state of being. Everything is perceived as a feeling. It's perceived as a feeling. And you have a direct knowing of it. And you have a direct knowing of it in the way in which it's similar to you or related to you. And so I knew, oh, my God, this person's coming in my room. And... I felt that if they caught me out of my body, I would be in trouble. Anyway, so I retreated there. And that is the end of the story. Although, the methodology... The two things that are important, I believe, here is the methodology. First, the focusing on the area below the navel. Then then allowing the breath to be the conduit to move energy in and out of the being. Drawing in that light ether from elsewhere. And releasing the gravity, you know, that, that affects our body that ties our spiritual being to our earthly coil. And then secondly, and I believe most importantly, is the fact that if a seven-year-old with a book on ninjutsu that his parents got because he idolizes the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is enough to have this sort of experience, 
then I would poo-poo the the thinking that these things require a lifetime of discipline and mastery. I don't believe that at all because many people have these sort of experiences and a lot of them happen randomly and some people can just be shocked out of their body. Now, to be able to do this repeatedly on command, like I said, has been a lifetime goal for myself as well. Hashtag life goals. But I'm I'm still not certain because I haven't achieved that. I'm still not certain that a lifetime of discipline is the answer to bring that about either. I, I think I believe in my fundamental core that it's actually more, much more a process of letting things go because that was that is ingrained in the process to begin with is breathing in the ether and letting go of the moral coil so how could hyper focusing on the discipline of the moral coil do anything other than further trap you in the moral coil like really make you stick and stick hard is would be my questioning but since I've I've not achieved the goal myself either I can't really say it with certainty but I do believe that. And I'll report back here if uh, if I'm right. You know, not saying that discipline isn't is not important. Discipline is fundamental, but it's discipline. It's not a discipline of the way people think of it. It's more a discipline of catching yourself when you've fallen back into the dream. Like everybody's had those dreams. Like think back to when you had one of those dreams where you could you were looking for something or trying to find something, or needed something. And it was insanely important that you find it. Insanely important, or that you have it, or that you get it, that you acquire it, right? In the dream, it was insanely important that you get this thing. And then when you remember, you wake up and you remember a little bit about it, you remember what it is that you wanted, but you, for the life of you, can't recall why you were so attached to it. I think it's like that. I think it happens in the mo- in all at once and it happens in the right now moment where suddenly you wake up from the dream and for the life of you, you can remember the time when you were insanely attached to self-importance and you were insanely attached to how people saw you and you were insanely attached to your past and you were insanely attached to your ego and you were insanely attached to the trauma that you lived and you were insanely attached to your desire for that Ford F-150 and then all of a sudden, in a moment, you wake up and you remember it happening but for the life of you you can't recall what the F you were even thinking about or why you wanted it in the first place I think it's a lot more like that is my going theory report back if I know anything about it but new genre of stories getting back to the roots of this whole thing which is storytelling and also I'm doing it because I started a new thing called voice and vibration you can see it online at www.voiceandvibration.com in which I do the sound and intonement methodology that I've been doing my whole life. Since I'm doing it out and in public, I go ahead and I bring all of my toys out. And when I'm in the park, normally it's just my voice and a, a travel-sized Tibetan singing bowl and a flask of water is really all you need for this methodology. But, you know, in public I put on the show. But I'll do the intonement and the vibration, and at the end I'll tell one of my short stories. So... I'm bringing this back to circle as well to get back in the practice of storytelling. So, amen and amen. Growing up crazy.